0: let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there this is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle talk about your company now you've got this big real estate company you've got over a billion you know, assets under management over eight thousand units talk about what talk about your business and maybe a little bit about what like a typical day looks like for you what are you doing yeah day it's changed a lot in the beginning we were running around um, doing everything, managing the manager, working with investors. When we went over, I would say $500 million assets under management, it became unscalable to do it like that for ourselves. And that was a period where we had to reinvest a lot of our initial profits into Mm -hmm. other staff with who did our job a lot better than us. So Some of the key hires, other than investor relations staff and marketing staff, but the key hires... Are like hiring other property managers but the property managers who did were in the industry for a decade plus and they have this insights and just if you came and play doctor or computer scientist or computer engineer for a day you just can't do it like even if you studied up for six months to a couple of years you just can't do it and here i am i guess i'm a semi-smart dude right but i don't know like the little nuances that somebody who has worked at a $30,000, $40,000 leasing agent job and stepped up to a property manager, then yeah. maybe started their own property management company. Those are some valuable insights that kind of we have as our operations staff now that we've engulfed. So we've, our role has changed from doing everything to just creating the org structure. And that that was not one of my forte. So we have some C-level staff that help us do that too. But these days it's more like guiding the direction and business development. Cause that was essentially what got us started was the key relationships and continuing to build key relationships in the future, like with banks and with equity partners and stuff like that. What is the, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I think still like I have a life coach and he tells me you need to figure out what you really enjoy out of all these random things you're doing. And for me, it's interacting with investors Give them that all home, and you've been doing it all wrong with 401ks, a bunch of retail investments that just go out to the clueless, and you need to get into like deals with people and where it's does well in recessions, and then you, you implement that, then you get the cost segregations and the depreciation and losses to do different games on your taxes and then you do a little bit infinite banking, which is like cash value life insurance at a 90, 10 split with twenty ten 10% being insurance. And those are one, two, three combos. Like it's a powerful thing that is very counterintuitive to how normal people do finances or people still in that Dave Ramsey school of thought. It's a game changer. It allows people who've been working so hard. I'd say our average client, $1.5 million net worth in their early forties with two kids. You change one thing around. Now one spouse doesn't have to work and now they're, they see the light. Instead of another 20, 30 years of working, it's really five years ahead of them. It's totally transformational within these individual families and putting on the events and then meeting other people who have Taking the red pill of finance. Um, that's what I enjoy. Awesome. And you, you, so you're putting on some events too. Talk a little bit more about, about that. It sounds like you have events for your clients. Yeah. We're a kooky bunch, right? Like we are, our deep down core is like we're savers. We delay gratify and we get off on that. People come to, we do it in Hawaii. Like people come to Hawaii, they, nobody stays at the high end stuff. That's not yeah. good use of, that's not good value. They stay in like kind of the more boutique three star, four star hotels. A lot of these guys are very affluent, especially once they start to invest. And um, it's lonely, right? All our friends and family are investing in like the 401k or some of the the more aggressive ones are doing crypto and Bitcoin or worse altcoins. And it's just, here we are investing in very stable, boring assets. Like I almost call it like investing in blue overalls of jeans and hard work. We buy 1960s and 1990 properties that caters towards the lower middle class, the grungier demographic. It's not sexy. We slowly, and it takes a while, right? This is not a get rich quick scheme. We go in and we rehab units slowly as tenants move out. It takes forever, it takes several years. But in recessions, it performs pretty well. And in good times, it outperforms a lot of the good stuff. Yeah. And it's like this idea of doing this with so many people is crazy, too. That, like, when people assemble, I'm going out to like LA next week and Arizona and just to do a little pop up meeting. But when people assemble and they're like, yeah, I don't do the 401k because you know, like all the reasons Lane said, it totally makes sense, but like none of my coworkers, I can't, they start to become very distant from most of their coworkers because none of that stuff, when they actually use their head and get away from the financial dogma put on by all the vanguards, fidelities, all these institutions that want you to put your money in that stuff. Yeah. They're like, it makes no sense. But I still, people are still like, they're stuck at that spell. But when I come here, I can have great conversations, and we disclose what our net worth is, what we're investing in, and these we can talk about these alternative investing ideas, talk about deals, and it's just it's like a cult, if you ask, right? <laughs> Lane is not a lawyer CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties.